there. Guess who? <laughs> we Here we are again. This is You Know Who. It's Erin Breeze. It's time for Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorce Moms, our little out on the road of life after divorce road trip that we're on together. And I've been missing you this week. Some of you know my, I do these on my way to pick up my girls or, or on my way back usually actually from dropping them at school. That's how this whole little car cast experiment started. Anyway, I now have um, a different arrangement with our custody. We do a week on and then a week off. And so on my weeks off of, um, of having the girls, I'm not doing the commute. And so I start to miss you guys. And today is Friday, which means I'm headed to the, to do pickup, which means it's my heading into my mama week, which makes me so happy and feeling super grateful. I had a great, I call them, I used to call them my power weekends when they were my weekends without the girls. Now I call them my power weeks because of this arrangement. And so I had a really big power week and now get to shift into mama mode and feeling super, super grateful, grateful for getting to have time with my girlies and grateful for you for being, for tuning in. We just, we just hit a little milestone, which is 3000 downloads, which is super fun. And I really appreciate you tuning in, whether you're driving or doing, um, I had, I just talked to a mama who made me so happy. She was saying how she put the clean clothes in the, out of the dryer into a bin so she could go outside and get some sunshine and fold some clothes and listen, listen to our, our, these conversations and that it, it, um, it actually, and then inspired her to get onto a call. Um, and she enrolled in the upcoming retreat. So really quick on that because you only, it's like now or never, well, now or never for this one, because it's a week away, our virtual retreat. And this is the perfect first step. If you have been listening for a while, if you have been thinking about the possibility of working with me, this is honestly, there's no better way to begin than the virtual retreat. The other women coming, it's this beautiful combination of brand new, um, brand new in terms of working with me, also some people very new in the divorce journey, and then others who are have been working with me for months, even years, and are further out. And what that allows us to do is see this um, this really beautiful picture of possibility on this journey. And by having moms with different like time points, sort of time frames on this path, it really allows us to be inspired and encouraged and see um, just see ourselves and one another at different parts of the process, right? So there's no better time, and there's no better time than today. If you've been following on my emails, there is, um, I was giving you until today for a special, kind of in, in honor of Mama's Day last weekend, um, giving you cup one last day to come in at the early bird registration amount. And so be in touch with me today so we can get you enrolled this today or this weekend if this is on your mind. Just say yes to you. I promise you will be like, thank you, thank you for helping me say yes to me. I promise. Like there's it's just gonna be a beautiful weekend. There's and again there's no better way to start than this. So seize the moment because I don't know when I'll do another one like this. I will do more but probably not until the fall. So it'll be a while. All right. So do that. And then if you're a client of mine, don't forget, like if you have had that friend or neighbor, that person in your life who is also experiencing divorce, who keeps saying like, 
how are you doing so well? What are you doing? And you're like, I've been in this amazing program with Aaron. Bring them in, right? Like, this is the time to invite them if you haven't. So just a reminder to make sure that that friend or that neighbor or whoever um, also gets connected in right now. Okay? All right. So that's it on the on the virtual retreat. Today, what I want to chat about is really this idea of loving life. And I want to invite you, as you head into this weekend, to... Give yourself, grant yourself, embrace for yourself full permission to love life exactly now as it is. And what I'd love for you to do right now, just as you're thinking about that for yourself, what comes to mind, what comes to mind that you could do more of or less of to allow yourself to grant yourself more permission? And what I mean by that is often we are preventing ourselves from loving our lives in the present moment because we are judging where we are. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of that. And especially on this divorce road, there's so much judgment. So I would love for you to notice if part of why you feel, because you might be like, I don't feel like I can love my life right now. This is not the life I want. I get that. And here's a secret. You will create the life that you do want and that you do fully, fully love faster by embracing and loving yourself and your life as it is right now. It's just true. And what we can, in the meantime, what we notice, right, while we're exploring our relationship to loving our lives, we can notice what is in that space in between. What is preventing me or blocking me or what? what is it? Because that shows us where we want to work, right? So if you're saying or feeling, well, I can't, I, you know, feeling like maybe some of the judgments of failure, the judgments of a sense that like, how could I love this because I didn't want this? I didn't choose divorce, right? That's a big one. I get it. I've been there, right? And by the way, that's you, and you're not already coming to the retreat, right? That's this is a big one that we work on releasing related to celebrating our marriage as complete, right? But, but I want to invite you to notice that this is a judgment. This is a story. This is an attachment to a set of expectations. And, of course, you have every – you get to choose – to live that way forever if you want. And plenty of people do. Let's be honest. Like we know lots of people holding on to grudges, holding on to bitterness, holding on to resentment forever, what it seems like. And it could be there forever, like their own personal forever. They're going to hold on to it till the day they die. They could. We all have that choice. But why would we want to make that choice? And I really believe if you're tuning in to me, you don't, that's not the choice for you. And that the reason that you're here is that you want to know how you want to learn how to release those kinds of judgments and resentments so that you can choose to be in present time in love with you, with your life as it is. And that doesn't mean we don't want to improve certain things or change certain things, aspire to, you know, yearn and long for certain things. Of course, like we're humans, we're designed to have aspiration, to be inspired, to go and experience things, to become things, to create things, to share with others, right? Like that's human. Totally get that. And also 
we're talking about loving the iteration, the space that we're in right now on our way to that, rather than saying, well, until I get there, I can't really love myself and love life. Does that make sense? And so often after divorce, we have this, we create some really strong um, barriers for ourselves to being able to love ourselves and love our lives as they are right now, this moment and this iteration, recognizing that we're in an evolution. We are always evolving, which is why we want to give ourselves full permission to love this stage, this exact stage with all the imperfections in it, right? Because it's perfectly designed to give us the journey that we're here to experience. And so we don't want to we don't want to resist or not allow in gratitude for every single stage. And another area that I often hear from moms on this path is the sense of, well, I, how can I love my life? See what I did to my family or my kids. They didn't, they now because of me have a less than life or they're struggling because of the divorce and that's on me. So I can't love, like to love my life would be to not hold myself responsible in some way and I'm need to be held accountable, and so I need to punish myself. Yet when we do that, when we choose to be in mom guilt over this, what does that feel like? And just take a moment, if this is ringing true for you, what does mom guilt feel like? The first, I get a color of gray and like a smallness. There's a tightness and a smallness, right? And if we're punishing ourselves, because life is, you know, not turning out in the way that we thought or whatever. We're told it's not the thing that we were told is the right thing, right? Like, it means then that we're not, again, allowing ourselves to experience fully the moments that we do have. And I I can't think of any more important gift to give our families, our children right now, especially going through divorce, than our, our total present selves, attuned to them, loving, joyful, connected, right? Now, I don't mean that we're going around pretending we're not in pain because of the grief of losing the relationship, right? No, we got to heal that. We got to move through it. And there's stages of it. And we got to definitely do that work. And that work is hard enough and big enough. We don't need to add to that guilt in a sense of, well, now, you know, I've somehow my children's lives are you know, less than. And and take a moment and just really like kind of think through that a little bit with me because it's pretty, um, what's the word I want? It's very unloving to imagine that our, this, this process of divorce somehow is like casting a shadow on their, their whole lives. Like, whoa, Right? That's really disempowering of our children and their resilience and their path of learning and the unfolding, the divine timing that is happening for them, too. So if we if we get to pick and choose which experiences are meant to be ruled in and which things should not happen for them, like what are we how how are we supposed to support them unconditionally and believe in their resilience and really um, allow them the totality of life, right? Because if we're making judgments on which hard things belong and which hard things don't belong, 
then we're actually overstepping, we're overreaching, we're interfering. This is their lives, and this is this happens, like all kinds of other things that also can happen. And the minute we say this shouldn't have happened, we're placing a judgment. We we most of us would agree that we point back in hindsight to some of the hardest things in our lives as the things that helped us understand who we are, helped us understand love, helped us understand trust, helped us understand friendship or gratitude or all kinds of things, right? And so this notion that we can somehow predict and look out into the future and and say like, oh, this now their lives are somehow like this is this bad thing that's going to go out into the future and set them, you know, impact them being able to be what? What? human like this is the stuff of the journey so i want to really again if mom guilt is something that you're experiencing just really look at it from this lens that it's actually almost this um there's like a selfishness to guilt because when we choose to stay in guilt we're actually refusing to show up fully in love with life we can't do that if we're saying that we're guilty right so this Guilt we want to really look at and and look at, are we holding it? Are we refusing to give ourselves permission to release that? And what is that about? And, of course, if you want help with that, that's what I'm here for, right? Because this is a big theme. But often, if we start to dig a little, the reason that we feel guilty is because somebody outside of us told us that life is better with two people in one house, right? And I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Because it's not, it's a made up thing. (laughs) We all know this, yet we still use it against ourselves. Yes. Are there pictures of families with two people, two grownups and thriving, happy kids? Yes. Are there pictures of two people in a home with kids and miserable? Yes. Right? Like it's not about the marriage. It's about it's connection, it's attunement, it's authenticity, it's unconditional love. And all of these things look, they come in so many different combinations and packages and family systems and structures and types of, you know, relationships. So we just want to call BS on our own story when we're using these stories against ourselves to create fear, to create pain, to create self-judgment, to create guilt, okay? So again, this theme that we're exploring right now is around like what giving ourselves full permission, beginning now, going into the weekend, to experience more of your life, to be in love with yourself and your life. And what we're noticing is what comes up. What comes up in saying that, that says, mm, that's not possible, or mm, maybe in a year, not there yet, Erin. Like, what is it? Why? Why? Why is it not possible? Because that's the area for you for growth and healing, right? Because if there's something outside of yourself, it could be, and we, we had a wonderful community call session earlier, and some of this came up on the call, the sense of like, well, maybe, you know, first I need to prove that I'm um, independent and financially have the footing that I want. That's when I'll be able to love life. Okay, so then we're like putting out into the future, some standard that we have arrived at, imagining some amount of money, perhaps, or a a salary, perhaps, or an amount in a savings, perhaps, or what? 
what is it? Right? And at what point will we then allow ourselves to love our lives? Right? Because it's that's placing the deservingness of us to love our lives as they are and love ourselves as we are on something outside of ourselves. That's just made up some some story, some expectation, some attachment to a some to this you know, I will have arrived, this symbolizes what? What does it even symbolize? Stability, security, independence, right? So we just want to unpack that for ourselves because all of that is made up. We know plenty of people with jobs, with a financial savings account, with like with tons of money who like don't, aren't, aren't fully whole conscious humans, right? So Let's be really conscious of the things that we're allowing to prevent us from loving ourselves right now. Anything that we're saying, we can't do that until this fill in the blank, right? Could be until I have the relationship and I show that I'm successful at it, right? Like, that's a big one. Oh, okay. All right. So then that built, like, ties into the sense of, like, somehow I failed because I'm divorced. And so now I have to prove my worthiness again. By whose terms, right? By having some future successful relationships. Successful, right? Like, and what what even does that mean, right? What What is that? Five years of marriage? Lifetime? 20 years? Like, what? what is it? Could it be, could it be that all of that is just invented and that we use it way too often to prevent ourselves from loving ourselves as we are now? Because you're already whole. There's just some things in the way, like the wholeness, the completeness exists already. Our job is to dissolve anything that's sort of like clouding it or blocking it um, or interfering with it, right? Like that's the work that we do to free ourselves. And sometimes it's beliefs, sometimes it's patterns, behaviors, actions, like stories, that's the work that we're doing, right? So what I'd love to do is is really invite you this weekend to to love where you are. Really find find for you what's what are one or two or three things that you will do for yourself because you just simply love doing them. Right? Can be anything at all. And it can be super simple. Fixing your mud water, if you're like me in the morning. (laughs) Drinking your new favorite beverage, your new hot, steamy. You have to have something in the morning for me. I love the ritual of it, right? And I'm really loving this new mud water routine for me instead of my old espresso habit, right? Being with, of course, I get my girls this weekend, so lots of things to love and sharing with them. I'm excited to go to the farmer's market on Sunday. We just love going to our local farmer's market. It's it's the best. We have such a good time. Those kinds of things. I get to see the girls play soccer. I love that. It's a soccer weekend, so there's that, right? But like last weekend, I didn't have them, right? And so I took myself to the beach, had a nice long walk run, did extra meditation, did extra things for me, right? So whether it's a solo weekend or a weekend with your family, what are the things that you can do to grant yourself beginning now greater permission, full permission to love where you are and love your life and notice any of the things that 
say you you can't have that and then know that that's your work those are the things to to address to say i'm writing a different story now maybe that's an old 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 story and you know it might be time to kind of look and see like who gave you that story and hand it back to them right so that's what I'd love for you to do. And I would love to hear you tell me about it. If you would like to tell me, like, what are those things that you're doing to love yourself and love life even more this weekend? What are the things that you noticed having listened to this that that you kind of judge yourself for or use to interfere with your ability to love yourself and love where you are? I love hearing from you. So send me an email. Let me know how you're doing. Um, and, of course, as always, if you're ready to begin this work and want more information about the retreat, uh, now's your chance because like I said, we start, it's in a week, it's virtual. So the logistics are pretty easy in that sense. Um, sorry, I'm doing a little, I'm, I'm parking. We're here at Ray's school and I'm, am I doing an okay job with my parallel parking? I actually am. I don't, I try not to parallel park while doing a car cast. <laughs> Seems like not the best idea, but this is a pretty smooth job. Okay. So. That's your your little weekend assignment, if you choose. It's always an invitation with me, of course. But love life a little bit more. Love yourself a little bit more. Do two, three, four, five things that you just love. And connect with things in your life that you just love. All right? And then tell me about it by email at Aaron. Um, it's Aaron at AaronEbreeze.com. Or hop on a call with me and we'll get you enrolled in the retreat and join our beautiful, beautiful weekend next weekend. All right. So as always, sending you so much love and so much sunshine. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye.